Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. All right. Well, we have finally reached the conclusion of our uh, GADCON convention fiasco yes. marathon. Which has gone very late. It, it, it has gone very late. They typically recommend that games last for three to four hours. No, less than that, two to three hours. I don't think we've ever played a fiasco game that's less, lasted less than five. Nope. We're actually the only people left at the convention, except for staff. Yeah, for this day, yes. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. so, well, no, the, the convention is um, like Doesn't continuous. Yeah, it, okay. it starts at 8, and we're going all the way up until 6 o'clock Sunday, Sunday night. So... <laughs> There's going to be lots of lots of gaming going on. Well, this was a fine kickoff. It was. Yeah. It was fantastic. Um, it was also Absolutely a fiasco. Great. So we went ahead um, during the actual um, during the actual intervening time to just go ahead and roll up our dice so that we could uh, total together the numbers. And it's very similar to the way that the tilt works, where you roll the numbers together and then you subtract the highs from the lows, and that gives you your final number. So, Carlin, when you when you subtracted your your numbers to, from each other, what did you come up with? A white two. A white two. Okay, I'm and just. And I got the same. As did Stephanie. Uh, and Stephanie got the same. So I'm fitting. <laughs> Pretty much. What? Yes, very fitting. So I'm going to go ahead and just read that information off this uh, table, and just so you'll know what your outcome is. Uh, white two uh, two merciless. You might not be dead on the outside but you sure as hell are dead on the inside. The emotional or mental wounds you have suffered will never heal. The future is a brick wall. Sounds about right. Yeah. Iron bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Jeff, how'd you do? Brick wall. I got a black five. So a black five for you would be rough. You are getting whipped like a rented mule. For starters, and you will remember this episode for all of your diminished days, the lesson you learn will be profound lingering and painful yeah like i haven't experienced that already yeah so myself what i got was a um did i get a white one i got a black one yeah black one black one horrible you are probably dead other people probably innocent are as well there is no justice there is no mercy everything is utterly painfully screwed and it is all all of it your fault yeah johnny what'd you get I got a black ten. Pretty good. All things considered, you're coming out of this smelling like a rose. You're a little better off. Maybe you got the girl, or maybe you just uh, didn't get caught. If Liz goes back to you, though, that would be the I, most I would of... say it's more likely he didn't get caught in parenthood with what he did to Leroy. We'll find out. Speaking of Leroy. A white seven. White seven. Eh, weak. Hey, you're busted, beat, and broken down. But at least you've learned a lesson about human greed and frailty, right? It'll serve you well in prison, which is where you're probably headed. All right. So, Carlin, as the individual who kicked off our game, 
Mm-hmm. You get to come up with the first scene um, for for your part of the montage. And what you can do is you can choose one of the dice in front of you, and that will color literally like the atmosphere of the one sentence that you give for the the montage. Yep. Um, I'm going to do a white okay. to start. Harold ended up not being charged with any sort of crime involving kidnapping or anything like that. Okay, Jeff? Dan is going to go with a black and say he wakes up in an enormous amount of pain in the hospital. I am going to go with a white die for Thor, and I'm going to say that the car dealership where he has been working does not press charges against him. I'm going to go with a black die from the uh, launching mechanism. (laughs) (laughs) My house has sustained severe damage and uh, the fence is no longer upright. Leroy? Leroy is going to take one of his white die and uh, say that due to the circumstances it has strengthened the bond with his family. We're going to give Joy a white dye for her first scene, and this is her uh, coming home, being dropped off by the police cruiser, and her mother rushing out to just hug her. Like, she starts to try to explain, and her mother just gives her a big hug. I'm going to black dye for Harold now. Because of the, the whole debacle, Harold gets fired from his job at Chicken Hut. We'll go with a white dye for Dan this time. He ends up being able to bring the uh, the charges against Leroy for setting dogs upon him to cause injury. Hmm. I'm going to say white that once Thor's house has been foreclosed upon him, he is actually able to find a place to live in a local homeless shelter. So he's not on the streets. All right, I'm gonna take another black. The water. Damage in Leroy's house causes the house to shift, snapping the power lines, which set both Leroy and Michael's house on fire. (gasps) (laughs) It's a problem. (laughs) Are you going to get severe third degree burns again? No. No. I'm not. How about amnesia? <laughs> um, let's see. Wow. How to follow that? I don't know. Um, Insurance. White dye. Because it was never, I would also halfway be explaining a white dye for mm-hmm. Michael, that it was never discovered that the water damage was intentional. Insurance paid for it, and we were able to move into a new house. This is Joy. After the tearful reunion with her mother, being narked on by her uncle, and um, ending up being put in counseling because she was caught messing around with a guy twice, more than twice her age, and running away from home. White die for Harold after the whole stolen car thing. Tate kind of feels bad about that, and since Harold lost his job, Tate allows Harold to move in with him and live rent-free. I appreciate That's a nice white dye. I appreciate that one. Going to go with another black dye for Dan. After 
bringing the charges against the invalid. <laughs> the entire community looks upon him with many, many a frown, and he is then shunned, shunned <laughs> even further than before. Aww. Not able to keep his dignity, Thor actually goes to a local trash compactor. Ooh. Fitting oh. trash man. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. yuck. I'd hate to be the one to clean that up. <laughs> he slits his wrists and then just falls into the compactor. Before he could be seen by anybody, he burrows down into the garbage so that he will be smashed into a little cubicle and never be found. I swear that happened on bones. That was it a didn't car. on bones. Okay. That was my last die. Good grief. Obviously. Sad. Can't have anything happen right. after that. I'm going to take another black die from Michael. The fire that consumed the houses left him homeless. And the fire also spread to several of the other neighborhood houses, making it an unlivable neighborhood for many people. And Michael had to go live in the homeless shelter for a period of time being homeless and jobless. Um, let's see here. The black die. Would you would your black die have to be last since you end on a no. down note? No. For your aftermath? No. no, it doesn't have to be. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, there could be uh, one glimmer of hope. Okay. Yeah. The black die would be because of the um because of the lawsuit. Um is no longer able to just live off of his relatives are air disability and had to go back to work. <laughs> Making catapults. <laughs> um, Joy's black die is when she finds out about Michael being her father and not only not wanting her, but basically being so distraught over being her father that all he wants to do is go smoke up. All right, and the final die for Harold is a black die, and that is that he has his heart totally ripped out of his chest because he can't be with um, Joy, never hears from her again. And on top of that, just because he was associated, even though he wasn't found guilty of anything, because he was associated with everything he was associated with, no one ever dates him. He lives alone. Well, I mean, he lives down with Tate, but alone. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. That's ha what happens when you're a sexual offender. Mm. Uh, he wasn't. Well, he wasn't a sex offender though. But never people got thought brought. it, yeah. and that's why he was tainted by the, the, yes. the so, reputation. And to him, that's the end. Bummer. A white die for Dan again. He meets a young lady that finds him somewhat appealing. Especially his money. I mean, Leroy's money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is that Leroy's money? That's attractive. <laughs> <laughs> I love right. the smell of your cologne. It's called Leroy's money, right? <laughs> right. Michael's last die is a white die. Due to the fires, the insurance companies. Paid for the repairs 
for the houses to be rebuilt. And Michael got a job as the foreman of the construction crew rebuilding the neighborhood. Oh. Leroy's last dies, also a white die. In moving, strikes up a uh, good relationship with his next door neighbor, and they share a common hobby of skeet shooting <laughs> with homemade catapults. <laughs> and that neighbor just happens to be Officer Beaveraja. Yes! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Nice. Thanks for the cameo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and I'm going to say Joy's last white die is actually um, she manages to get through the rest of school without any more incidents. And on her graduation day, she is crossing the stage to get her diploma, looks out in the audience, sees her mom and her uncle, waves to them. And she sees Michael in the audience there, too. Warm fuzzies. And Dan's last die is a black die. That young lady that didn't find him repulsive left. We <laughs> <laughs> can have once more. <laughs> and they had Even a dog together, more. and she took the dog with her. <laughs> oh, and I forgot to write this. And abandoned. And Leroy's whenever he shot the target was Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> oh my goodness. And what a fiasco it's been. So we've got a few more minutes here. Carla, Jeff, this is your first time. What'd you think? It's crazy. It was a fiasco. It was ridiculous. But ridiculously awesome in it the was. sense that we were talking off audio that um, we want to do a second one. <laughs> a sequel. We want to do a, a second, yeah, a sequel where Michael and Leroy are in the same nursing home and the, way, the war wages on. <laughs> that would be pretty darn hilarious. Oh, my goodness. But it was great. Fun That's game. Fun. You know, the thing is that Whenever you start a fiasco game, I think more so than a lot of other standard role-playing games, is you never know exactly where it's going to end up. Because mm -hmm. yep. you, know, you know it's going to be bad, but you don't know <laughs> how, bad. how bad True. until it actually occurs. And in this case, your character's dead. That's Killed pretty common, himself. though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's dying. very common for people yeah. to die. It's pretty common. Oh, okay. I was actually surprised so, only one of us died. Right, that's what and I was going like, to say. So that's none weird. of us really went to prison. Yeah. That was or were severely well, injured. Right, had, well, yeah. I had a very good happy ending. Yes. You did. did. You're welcome. <laughs> Harold right. was emotionally destroyed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I that's one thing. It was, it was hard just to uh, have a negative ending for Leroy, especially with three white die and only one black one. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, right. yeah. It was weak, though. I mean, it, like... He made a friend. Yeah. That's, that's kind of it. You know, he ended up having to move. And he's, he's an invalid. One friend to him is like 50 friends to a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> Arlen. 
I enjoyed, you know, and it's, I always enjoy the NPCs in this game. We always have some classic NPCs, but Seamus this time especially, Seamus and Officer Bibarage, we're both, I, I like them. Also, a call, out, keep Mike. A, call, a call out to um, well, to Greg earlier mm-hmm, on as, my mom. as uh, Joy's mom. Yep. That was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. I will say I enjoyed playing Tate as well. Yeah. He was fun. Tate was a fun character because... He, he did was, not care. He was mentioned earlier and it's like, oh, well, who's this guy? And But it, it, it came in nice later to go, oh, well, he's a drug dealer. There's a lot of drugs going on. <laughs> he, he's a car salesman. Well, he could probably get get someone a job. So, I mean, that that just really worked out. That was also interesting to see that when... Things got heavy, sort of, both Tate and Leroy sort of had the same sort of attitude. It's like, all right, I don't care. And they just <laughs> did stuff. <laughs> they just got stuff done. Although that's kind of, I feel like that's a little typical of Garland's role-playing style. What? No. <laughs> How's that? Just like, mm. smack. <laughs> that's happening. I thought it was kind of ridiculous that almost everyone was smoking pot. <laughs> yeah. Like, Harold did not. Uh, Harold did not, and neither no. did... Um... No, Harold just sold it. He drank. Oh, no, Harold totally did. While he was standing there with us, we were passing a doobie around. No, that was Tate. Yeah. That was no. Tate. Yeah, she's talking about in the backyard. In the yeah, backyard. in the backyard with... Uh, I found out you were the dealer. Uh, Her- Harold didn't smoke any. No, he, didn't smoke no, any. he, he just dealt it. He just dealt it. Well, we, we will have to product. pour over the audio evidence to see one way or another. <laughs> no, I think he's right. I think maybe he didn't. Yeah, he's clean. He's straight edge, man. He just deals it. <laughs> he's just looking for the, for the easy money. I will say this is my first time playing a character of this variety. And awesome. It was... <laughs> I loved it. It was so much fun. <laughs> it was so much to watch you do it. Whatever. So old crippled guy <laughs> on the wind list. He doesn't care. <laughs> He's not even that old. He's probably, probably he seemed like old to me. Late 40 or 50. Yeah. Yeah. Late 40s. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Early Being 50s. I just had fun like joining in with you. I was like, oh, He's having too much fun to keep it to himself. What crazy stuff can I just do? I'm going to help catapult stuff too. It's like reaching old early. Yeah, a little bit. It's like being Johnny. <laughs> That's a great thing to say about your husband. Oh, he knows. I it. love. He says it we're all trying the time. to come up with short little one-liners too, short little jabs. That was that was a lot of fun. <sighs> Try growing uh, grass there. <laughs> I'm returning your bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> say hello, kitty. Uh, interestingly, uh, I feel like I always end up playing in fiasco. I always end up playing either helpless characters or very like soft characters versus what I usually play. Well, there is there was that time that you played um the second time you played Transatlantic with the other people where you were like a very hard character. Well, yeah, I was leading though. Yeah. So. I would but like the first time we played Transatlantic, I was like very soft. A steward. Yeah, a very soft 20s mm-hmm. steward. Stewardess. 
I would like to point out that that cat is still in that duffel bag. <laughs> Burned to a crisp. Many Nobody imaginary the cat animals out of the bag. were harmed during the making of this video. I think it's fitting though because Michael didn't want to accept responsibility for having a child. So why so would he accept would he worry about the cat? <laughs> yeah, he why would care. he take the cat out of that duffel bag? He was more concerned about it his flowers really than his grass. It wasn't my cat as much as the cat that came by and I put out food for. Right. <laughs> This is one little friend. The cat smoked with him. <laughs> I, I was clean until that one night. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then your daughter spell. corrupted you. Oh. I, I was really kind of tempted <laughs> to make I, that the misdirected passion. And, like, she starts having a thing for this I older love, man who lights up with her. I love the bombs that got dropped in the middle of Just scenes. regular scenes. <laughs> it's just like, I didn't start doing it again until I saw your daughter doing it. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you mean your daughter? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, my oh God. that was fun. <laughs> I, I can't process this. I need to smoke weed now. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Excuse me. So what do you do when something really difficult happens? I just make Light a bomb. <laughs> And go to town. Oh, that's a lot of people's reaction. Mm. <laughs> all right, well, I think... I think it's past all of our uh, I think we're going to call it a night there. I know Mike wants us to leave so he can get a nap before the rest of the con goes on. So, Thank you very much for listening to a, um extended two-week edition of Bone Throwers Theater. We're going to have to set up like a special archive on the website just for this. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway... I hope you have a good one. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. The cast is Carlin, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, Jordan, and Stephanie. This podcast is released under our Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives 3.0 Unboarded License. Please feel free to share the podcast, but please do not modify it or attempt to gain financially from it. To find this show online, visit our site, BoneThrowersTheater.com. Our Twitter feed is at BoneThrowersTheater, and our email address is BoneThrowersTheater at gmail.com. Join our social networks on Facebook and Google+. Podcast art was designed by Laura Tress and is used with her permission. Until next time, may the bones fall in your favor. This has been... A Nerd Circle podcast production.